0: Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio-controlled. And now, your host... Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. CC. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another... Episode of While My Batteries Charge podcast. We're going to be doing this one a little bit quieter than normal because, well, I'm traveling currently and in a hotel. And while I do hear people walking above me still awake, I'm not sure about the rooms beside me. (laughs) So I don't want to keep everybody up by me talking super duper loud. So this one's going to be a little bit of an ASMR Axial Fest recap. (laughs) <laughs> from the Badlands 2023. But man, my boys and I, we have been talking about it since we got back. They had an absolute blast. I had a super blast. Got to meet a bunch of cool new people as well, and that's always one of my favorite things about going to an event. And um yeah, so you know, met a bunch of people re you know saw a bunch of people i've seen in the past and just got to rehash memories and make new ones and all kinds of stuff so that part of an event is always fantastic i felt like the badlands and the setup there just keeps getting better uh they figured out the base camp in a really good area the vendor row area works um and the campground you know keeps growing where we were was was great our site was great everything worked really really well there And, uh, yeah, no complaints on that front at all. Um, The garbage was overflowing. You know, they had us taken to the bins. um, And every once in a while, I mean, you could complain like they did run out of toilet paper in the bathroom a few times, but not their fault. Uh, You know, it was super busy there. And, um, you know, to nitpick that kind of stuff is just crazy anyway. We're camping, we're all having a good time, we're making memories, and there were a ton made at Axial Fest Badlands 2023. We um, had our first 24-scale uh, competition for the the Axial Fest there at, uh, at Badlands, and had an absolute blast running it. We did it. Kind of how we did the, the rules for the gauntlet and the previous year, and what we just did for Horizon RC Fest. We've been tweaking it. We're calling them carnival comp rules because we're not the main attraction. We're just kind of a sideshow and just something fun to add on while people are there. We don't want to take up too much time because, you know, hit our event and then go hit the trails. That's the way I see it. And I think that that's the fun way to do it. You know, come on. You've got your little 24 scale in your backpack with your batteries for your other rigs. When you're coming through, hit our comp and then go on and keep having fun. Like spend three to five minutes with us and, uh, you know, with a little bit of line weight and then running the course and then get on your way and keep having fun. There are so many trails to hit. There's so much to do that we shouldn't take up too much of your time. But it's just a fun thing that you can throw your hat in the ring and see if, Perhaps you might win for your division, right? So we had 12 and under kids stock class, we had SCX 24 stock class, we had SCX 24 mod class, then we had AX 24 stock, and then we had a four wheel steer mod class, which would be like modified AX 24s or, you know, SCX 24s turned to 24 uh, steer. Uh, we actually had zero entries in that class, uh, but we had a bunch in the mod and the stock SCX24 and a couple in the AX24. Even though I saw quite a few AX24s driving around, I think they didn't get the memo. This year, we didn't end up on the actual itinerary or the schedule that people got on their badges, so that's part of it. Also, we were the first day, which was Thursday, and a lot of people were still trying to get through tech, is what they had told me, that they were still taking their vehicles. Making sure they passed inspection, and whatnot, to get on the trails. So, uh, but we still had about fifty trucks run, and that's pretty good, you know. I think for a first go, and especially not being on the the schedule for people to know when to show up, we did put it at the very front of the when you got off the course or off of the um, the trailer, so you knew when you got dropped off that something was happening. There were some you know weird green gates what are those for and why are there people standing in line doing something with clipboards and whatnot so we had some intrigue for sure that way Uh, we had a few loaner vehicles that people could run if they wanted to give it a go and i think that you know doing it that way works having some of those loaners for anybody to just jump in and run the stock class works out well Um, the course itself was a little longer than I had anticipated. I was shooting for like a minute and a half long, but it was more like a two minute plus course. Uh, though our fast time, I think, was like a 143, if I remember correctly. Somewhere it, was, it was a lower-ish score. And th- there were two different scores based on the stock class or the mod. The mod had three extra gates that were harder. And what we do is we we set it up and then I run the course with a stock bone stock truck to make sure one that it's doable and two what kind of time if they were hustling it like i can do um they would potentially be able to make it in like what what should we be seeing people running and so i want to make sure i could do it in about a minute and a half which i did uh but most people were taking it a little bit longer and i i will say i did i did really hustle it when i did my uh, my test and i didn't hit one gate so i would have had a plus 10 for that but that's how we were scoring it uh fastest time one plus 10 for hitting a gate plus 15 for having to kick it with your foot or roll it over with your hand if you needed to push it forward or um roll it over that kind of stuff was a penalty so um but overall i think people had a good time doing it you know we got some great feedback on it from people that ran it they liked the course they'd never really done anything like that with their s 624s I think the location we did it worked awesome, actually. Uh, The terrain was very cool for 24 scale. It was very hard to set the gates because of the rock there, that the the ground is rock, and we couldn't really sink them in. in. So we had to be very choosy about where we put gates down, where we could actually get them sunk in the ground. Um, I'm thinking for next year, it would be awesome if we could get uh, Rick's 124 mop trailer down there and actually do the comp up near the campsite and have something in camp for people to do. Um, if you know whatever you know, it's getting later in the day or they don't they're stopping for lunch and they don't want to quite go all the way back to the trail yet or they want to do something by vendors or whatever. And having a little something that can be done right there near camp would be really cool. I think that'd be great for the comp too while people are waiting to get on the um, the trailer to head down that would be something they could do, pull their cars out of their backpack, run on it, have fun. I could see so many cool benefits of having the trailer up there uh, for people to run as just a whole nother thing that's in that vendor area slash waiting for the the ride to the quarry. Um, anyway, really good. We did uh, giveaways for that. And, um, you know, we tried to choose based on what the class was what upgrades they would need um so this the stock kids and the stock got more upgrades that were um probably lesser in cost, like motor esc servo mount servo not esc motor uh servo servo mount servo um arm that kind of stuff steering link uh some of those things and then like The modified got like brass axles and some things that they might not have that would be even more modification. Uh, So I tried to choose them based on that for like AX24 for steer. I did like brass wheels uh, because that low weight on something like that is super helpful. So we were thoughtful in it and um, tried to give out some decent prizes. And then Joe Ropes also came alongside us and gave his little clips so that you can carry your radio and your car with and clip it to your bag, which I actually did to come down here to Nashville. I have a clip to my bag with a Joe Rope clip. Uh, my AX24, which is the Angry Sparrow build with the four-steer avatar radio, clipped on as well. Super cool. So that was the, the course. Um So that whole first Thursday for us was pretty much running the comp. Then we had to do the scoring, get together the prizes, all that, show up and, you know, do the announcements of who won what at the uh, the final night event around camp or base camp. So Friday we woke up. David Pig was uh, awesome enough. Oh, I should say that Josh uh, Short was awesome enough to let us use his side-by-side to take the stuff down there to do the the comp and get there early. And he had a side-by-side he brought in for us to be able to run down there, which was so helpful um, to get our stuff down there and back and uh, our totes and all that kind of stuff for getting it set up and running it. And then on Friday, David Pig took us out on the one-to-one trails and uh, drove us around, did the serpentine with us, whatever, showed us what it was capable of. Then he let me drive for a while, let me do the serpentine, and uh, and finished up letting my older son, Dino, do the sand dunes and all that and rip it around, and he donkey-kicked us pretty good off of one, the back end. And I was in the back seat, sent me flying. Um, it was wild. So awesome for that both of them were so uh, gracious to us with those things. Um, then Friday we tried to get out to the trails, total cluster trying to get out there first time we went down took all the time to get down there with our stuff uh, my son's radio wasn't bound to the car that he brought and he hadn't tested it so it was a bummer we go back you know get him something else that's bound to it and then my other son takes a, a capra um, my capra since then he didn't have a radio so he was using my He was using the radio that was bound to it and whatever. It's it's a mess to try and explain, but we got it sorted and we decided not to wait for the the trailer this time. We walk in and we only make it 10 minutes in and the same son that had the binding issue (laughs) had burned up his his ESC. And uh, so we had to go back to camp. Finally, third time was a charm and we made it out to the quarry, rode the quarry. It was super fun. Uh, went out on some trails with the guys from Horizon that were filming and doing uh, shoots and stuff. They just happened to run into us, ask us if we if we knew where something was, and then they said, "Hey, we're going to this bridge thing that I wanted to see." I'm like, "Oh, really? You're going there? I've been looking for it." And so they took us out there to to be able to run it. Uh, they call it the Rainbow Bright Bridge. My my kids called it the um, what do they call it the. Cotton candy bridge. It was like pink and blue. (laughs) Uh, They were the floats, the little noodles, pool noodles, that they'd done a ton of them on the sides of this bridge to make it float across this water area crossing. And it was really cool. Really, really fun. Um, So we had a blast out there. Uh, Long day, though. Super dirty, dusty after all of that and the back and forth and super tired. Uh, so we missed the evening uh, at base camp that night because we wanted to shower and eat. We were just hungry and just needed to shower and get into cleaner clothes. And, uh, so Saturday was my day. I was super excited about rock racing, rock bouncing, took my Gammy rc out, uh, rift down with the Vitavon axles and all that. And it was like looking super, super dope. And, uh, get down there and we see the course and we're like holy cow that is a huge blind spot for the drivers and so then i started trying to tell my sons you're gonna have to coach me around this whole thing you're gonna have to be up here yelling at me telling me what to do uh so we decided a plan it wasn't a very good one uh mainly because they weren't like repetitive in it and they weren't gung-ho about it they were kind of being sheepish and it was like all right left and then I'd move a little left and stop and wait for something more. And they just kept looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you want me to do? Left. Oh, okay, keep going left. But I'd watch so many people get a command and then overdrive it and end up going in circles or whatever. So I was only just burping the throttle a little bit and wanting more direction. So anyway, we figured that out. I I was lucky enough to qualify, uh, take the last qualifying spot for the main. So I got third. And – um. I got through. I didn't have to do the last chance or any of that. I I was in the main. And um, they put the third place people at the front to just go, you know, in in the lead. It was crazy. And I got out to a huge lead and we were running it backwards and it was way easier to do backwards. Only a couple commands got me around and I finished the second lap because we'd done two laps before. And I put my arms up in the air thinking, yes, I just won. I don't hear, like, we have a winner. I don't hear anything. And normally they've been saying stuff like that throughout the morning. And I'm like, what's going on? And I, I just, i like, how many laps are we doing? And I yell out, like, three. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> so I just hammered down. Um, and, you know, th- through a couple things that happened, somebody had stepped out of the, the donut to go pick up their car or something where I was trying to get through the rocks. And I was just like, I can't see, I can't see. and But then when I finally could see... I wasn't where I wanted it to be, and then I just decided to keep going for it because I wasn't sure how close the person behind me was, even though I wasn't where I wanted to be, and I rolling it. So my own fault. I could have backed it up and gone up and around where I was hoping to be. Um, but, yeah, it was just, you know, the stress of it, and that's what's actually makes this thing so fun is that it's just crazy, and at any point, anybody can roll and be out, <laughs> and that's what happened to me. I was way in the lead, and I was just out. Because that Gammy RC, man, once you're stuck, um, the cage is so flat for the the style that's so cool about it. Uh, but in that instance, in a race like that, you know, you get on that lid and you are done. Um, and I was trying my hardest to get it to rock. And I was getting so close. Uh, I ended up with um, rounding out one of the wheel hubs, which made it tough for me to try and do the, the rock bouncing later. But um, I did give it a go. And uh, it was a very tough course. Um, you know, very few people made it to the end. And I didn't have drag brakes set because I was set for racing still. And, yeah, just for me, there was no way that I was going to make the course. So I just kind of gave up on it once I, you know, I gave it a go. But I realized that there was no way my truck was going to make it. And so I just had fun just kind of ripping it on the, the rocks and the different textures. And hills. will have that super cool area over there to run them. And uh, I didn't have that good footage of that truck really bouncing through stuff like that, yeah, with that cage on and I wanted to get some footage. And then the wheel came off again <laughs> and I lost the wheel not that time, so I was done. Um, but yeah, that's I mean that's the extent of pretty much what we rode. Um, and then we went back for the night run and uh, it got a late start. It was supposed to start at nine and they didn't actually leave the base camp till 10. And I had a UTB-18, and so I'd gone back at like 9.50 to try and charge it up more because it had been sitting there with the lights on. And so then we ended up meeting up with them right when they were getting ready to do the announcements of what to do. Um, I filmed everybody walking past because it's such an epic shot when they're all going to the, the actual starting block, and there's all these people just feet moving and cars and lights and all this cool stuff, visuals, amazing um, and then, you know, it kind of came to a, a bit of a standstill while we were all waiting because we we're all waiting to start at the same gate. And, uh, we actually didn't even make it on the night trail, uh, just because of the time at that point, it was almost like a ten forty-five or 11. And, um, you know, we were all pretty spent from the day standing in the hot sun filming. and I was lugging so much stuff around all the time. So I didn't get to see what the course looked like. I heard from some people that the night course was actually pretty cool, Um, but we didn't actually make it onto it. So, which I didn't the pre the previous year either. Um, because I, I was with a group of people and I don't think we realized that it didn't start at the the base camp. And we went slowly through all of the trail to get to the quarry, And and that's where it was going to start. And so we were like, Oh, well, we felt like we already crawled. So (laughs) we're going to head back. Um, but, Yeah. So, uh, we just decided this year, um, to, you know, we didn't really run much. We ran a little along the edges and and things like that before we left. Um, but yeah, we were just pretty spent. So, uh, we, we headed on back and that was Friday night. So that was before the rock pouncing actually. So that was on the day that we'd been out and, you know, doing the, the rock, the rock, uh, the one-to-one stuff out and getting so dirty. And then Um, the three attempts at getting out to the trail and then, you know, we went went back for the night thing. Um, but Saturday was an awesome day, lots of running, rock crawling. Um, and then we ended up getting on the road again about 6 PM. We realized at about five, Hey, we could probably, you know, everyone's wrapping up. We could just shut up things and we're only a few hours away. Let's get on the road. We'd already looked and the weather didn't look good for Sunday and the RV doesn't, the windshield wipers suck and the lights aren't great. And I'm like, I don't want to be in this mess. Uh, which turns out to be, I think, pretty good. There were like tornadoes and some crazy stuff that came through Indiana. And so we, you know, avoided all that by just getting on the road. But um, amazing event. Uh, so good to see all of my friends again make new ones. Uh, I was kind of saying that I sold my SCX 10 I don't know if I said it in here or on a different stream uh, to the neighbor of that was camping next to us, who is also from near where we live in Michigan. And awesome to see him and hear that he was having a blast with that thing and for it to be gone because it was too much of a memory of our Jeep. Uh, and then I had lent Brad Brucker after our comp, one of the 24th scales so he could set up gates just for the play area, like the, um, the Axial Fest 24th scale area. And I never got it back from them. We kept missing paths and whatever. And so they ended up just doing a giveaway for it with the raffle, which I I had approved. I was like, just go for it. And um, so a a young girl won that, which is pretty cool. But yeah, overall, um, really, really well put on event. Everything was very um, orderly as far as the... I felt like they've really kind of set in how to go through the stuff at base camp and get the information to us that we need do the giveaways, and just kind of move it at a really good pace, make it very entertaining. And so that's that's pretty cool to see how that's developed. But, um, I mean, the trails that they do, the recon guys, they put in so much effort, and it's cool to see people out there running trails and trail running their cars and rock bouncing their cars and all the different stuff that you can do. So many SCX-6s this year, so that was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, overall... I think it's uh, it was a total win of an event, and I can't wait to go back. I wish I could go to Axial Fest West. I don't see it being in the cards right now, um, but I've got so much going on, <laughs> and it's almost like I just kind of need a little break in July. And so maybe that's maybe that's a good thing that it's not working out. But um, anyway, I think we can call that good. You know, I'm pretty happy with everything that went on and yeah the base camp was awesome the builders kit was great utb was great the uh the angry sparrow ax24 with the avatar was great all our stuff ran awesome the new bronco lots of thumbs up from me have fun our scene guys